Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Family Brand Podcast. That's crazy, right? It is crazy. I think it's a big milestone. Yeah, 100 episodes. All thanks to Melissa. I, I know that I'm on here often, but without her commitment and leadership on this, we would not have a weekly episode. It's crazy to think 100 episodes, but it doesn't feel like 100. Like It's just been fun to do it, but you look up and... Yeah, it's just been one week at a time. We're also really close to 100,000 downloads, which is for podcasting, I think is another big... Um, kind of milestone once you cross that threshold threshold. So I don't know, we're trying to think of something fun we can do when we, when we hit that. So thank you for listening and sharing with your friends. We really appreciate you. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Without you, we wouldn't, I mean, Melissa love, and I love doing this. Maybe we would just do it and talk to each other and record it. But the fact that you listen and you share it and you leave ratings and reviews and connect with us through Instagram or you know, we've had several people recently who have bought our online digital program called Level of Your Family and said that they first got connected through our podcast. So just, yeah, thanks for supporting us. It's funny. I was telling Chris this morning, I want every once in a while, I'll run into someone and I'll like start telling them something about <clears throat> our life that happened recently. Or Meaning like the, you, you meet someone that you've never met before. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's more likely, but they will, they'll listen to our podcast and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I know this story. And <laughs> or they'll like call our children by, by name, but they've never met us or our children. It's just kind of funny and cool to see like, or even crazier. Sometimes you'll be telling a story. And they're like, Oh yeah, that was Ivy. Right. And we're like, wait, you know, Ivy's how, name? You how do you, <laughs> we just met you, but that's awesome that people know us and are, are supporting us. And I think, and I think more than that, that you keep coming back because you feel like we bring value to your life and to your family's life. And that's what we always want to do is bring value to you and your family and help you become a stronger family. The thing we like saying is become a better parent, better spouse and build a stronger family. And speaking of support, the the thing we wanted to talk about on this 100th episode is this quote by Jim Rohn that you become, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think there's a few things that inspired this as a focus for our 100th episode. Melissa and I have been talking about it because we knew like, oh man, episode 100 is coming up. Like that's, that's cool. That's exciting. And then one of our good friends, uh, Todd Cash. So Todd and Kulian are some of our really good friends. Hey Todd. <laughs> and Todd actually sent us a text last week and was like, oh my gosh, you guys are coming up on your 100th episode. That is so, that's so awesome. And we're like, yeah, thanks. We we're trying to think of ideas of what to talk about. And Todd sent back some suggestions. I'll tell you his suggestions. Todd is, a, he's like, they're one of, he and his wife, Cooley, they're like some of our best friends. And he is such a faithful listener to the Family Riding Podcast. And I 
I love that. I love you for that, Todd. Thank you. But these were his ideas for, for us to call our 100th episode. And I just thought they were hilarious. So I'm going to tell you them. Lessons are idols the caches have taught us. <laughs> How our lives changed the moment we met the caches. Option two. Option three. How my idol, speaking of himself, taught me to use power tools and outgrilled me. <laughs> Which is absolutely, the power tools part is true. I have totally annihilated Todd in grilling competitions with the green egg compared to his Traeger, but that's that's another time. That's for another episode. And then the final option is why you shouldn't walk around your house naked on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a true story. Todd and Cooley came to uh, give me a birthday present late one night on my birthday, and Todd saw me in my birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fond memory that we now all share. I also think that, so Todd sent that to us most and I were talking about it. And then we just came off of such a fun family vacation for fall break. Um, we don't use the term magical very often. Like I think we use that to describe why, but all of our kids and Melissa and I included, we we're kind of referring to this recent trip this last week for fall break as, as a magical trip. And what's funny about it is Melissa's always wanted to go see the leaves turn color. And, and we've always wanted to go to Acadia national park up in Maine. So we'd booked tickets, um, paid for everything. We were going to go to Maine for fall break. And then Melissa kind of started having this feeling. She's really good with her intuition that maybe just now's not the time. So randomly last minute, like two or three days before fall break, we're like, well, what do we do? And I was like, we should go to Texas and go to the surf ranch in Waco and surf. And then we're like, well, either have to fly into Austin or Dallas. We have friends in Dallas. Maybe we can end the trip there. Why don't we fly into Austin? We've never seen Austin. And then so randomly happened that Austin City Limits Music Festival is going. We went to that. We got to see Red Hot Chili Peppers and Casey Musgraves. And then we got to go to Waco and Marcus Mumford. Marcus Mumford was there and he was amazing. Got to go to Waco and surf, uh, eat some amazing food. And then, but the magical part I would say of the trip was we have some friends, the Merrifields, Will and Jessica Merrifield. And we know them. Will and I know each other really well. Melissa, before this, you know, kind of knew Will and Jessica. I kind of knew Jessica. Our kids didn't know each other at all. Yeah, they'd never met. And we didn't know each other's kids. And I was like, but I just know the kind of, kind of guy. Will is just such a fun, loving, free, happy. Jessica's the same. I was like, hey, we're going to come to Texas. Could we come stay with you guys? And they're like, yeah, come stay in our pool house. So we stayed with them for five days. Which we walked into the pool house and well, Chris walked in first. What we, I guess we just didn't really know what we were getting into because he walked nor in. Nor did they. Nor did they. No, they have seven kids. Did you already say that? No, <laughs> they have seven kids. We have five. We have five. Um, but their pool house, it was, it doesn't have any bedrooms. It's just a studio. It doesn't even have beds. It just has like a couch. <laughs> but it has a shower, has a bathroom, has a, has a little kitchen, no stove. It's, and it's so cool. They've like done an amazing job remodeling it. It's yeah, it was so gorgeous, but it, but they were totally willing just, to be like, Oh yeah, some of you can sleep in our house, yeah. cook in our house. And we just had the, just the most enjoyable time. And like so much so that it kind of surprised us, not because we just, I don't know. We didn't really do what we did. I mean, we didn't do anything like extravagant, but it was so fun. And so on the drive home, I'm, and on the flight home, as a family, we were just talking like, what made that so magical? Like, what made it so fun? And we realized it was the Merrifields. 
sure that like the area was cool. We loved the area. We loved Texas. We loved the experiences, but it was the people we were surrounded with and surrounded by. And I think Melissa and I have just, we've had so many great people in our lives and that have inspired us that, but more than anything, like I think when you're around people that just make you feel like you belong, that they just make you feel so welcome. I also think like Melissa and I totally believe in this idea of like that there's energy and everything and that people have energy and there's a vibrational, there's a frequency that people vibe at. And I think it's so important to be around people that you vibe with and that inspire you and that challenge you and help you think about possibility. And that's like the caches are that for us, the Maryfields. I mean, so many others that we could, we could mention, but I think we wanted to take this as an opportunity just to maybe talk about how important it is to surround yourself with people who, who have, who share a similar frequency as you and vibe at that similar frequency, but also just, you just want to be better because you're around them. You want to live a bigger, more fulfilled, fun, but also love more because we've, there's been times where we haven't had that and we know what that feels like. Yeah. I think it's easy to just get into, get into a routine where it's like, you're seeing, you know, doing the same things. Maybe you have the same friends that you've had for 10, 20, 30, 30 years. And that's wonderful. But I think sometimes it's good to step back and to just think like, are these relationships still serving me? Like they once were like, am I still leaving you know, when we leave each other, are, am I still feeling elevated? Am I still feeling inspired to be the best version of myself? Or is it not that you're becoming better than or anything, but I don't know. I think people just evolve and change. And I think it's a mistake to keep doing the same thing again and again, just because that's the way it's always been. Yeah, and our, our vision statement for our family is we are committed to elevate and inspire others. But we've also realized how important it is to be around people who elevate and inspire us. And I think it can be tricky when like a family dynamic, there's been situations where Melissa and I are like, okay, I, I really vibe with the, the, the dad, right. Or the husband or, and, or Melissa's like, I really vibe with the wife, but our kids don't necessarily vibe. Or, and so there's, I think it's interesting to have relationships where you, you have personal friends that really you vibe with, but also, yeah, they, they challenge you and they inspire you and they motivate you and, but it's interesting when you can find that in a, in a whole family dynamic. And we've, we've found that with some friends, right? Like the Cashes, the Maryfields, the Smiths. We've talked about the Smiths before. Um, and, and, and there's certainly others. I probably shouldn't start listing because I won't be able to list everyone. But We love you all. Yeah. But I think it's important to just look at that. And, and, and when it's just you individually, whenever you're done hanging out with someone, to maybe just take like an inventory and say like, how do I feel after having hung out with this person? Do I feel more of who I am? Do I feel inspired? Do I feel motivated? Do I feel discouraged? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel like a relief? And I think that, yeah, we just, I think it's really important to everyone, but Melissa and I've just found, and we've been talking about this a lot lately. It's just really important that we surround ourselves and our children really with people who yeah, have us become more of who we want to be, who do elevate and inspire us and where we feel like we can elevate and inspire them. And there has been some research done on this, you know, before Chris and I recorded today, I was wondering, you know, what, um, 
you know, from a research standpoint, like, does this, does this hold up? You know what I mean? Um, and so just a couple of things that I, that I had found is, um, there was a study that said that if your friend smokes, you are 61% more likely to be a smoker yourself. And even the study went further and said, if a friend of your friend smokes, someone you don't even know, says you are still 29% more likely to smoke. And I thought that was so interesting. Like the, you know, the proximity you have to people, although sometimes, you know, maybe you like to think, no, I'm, I'm my own person. I make my own choices. Like it really does impact and influence you. Yeah. I think that when you read that, those, some of those stats to me, I was like, wow. You, I mean, you know, and you hear that you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with and that people influence you. But I think maybe to a degree that we don't recognize and so just to be conscious of that, and it's had me even think, yeah, how do I want to be influenced? And then to seek out, intentionally seek out and create friendships and relationships with people you want to be influenced by. And we've had that before where we're like, okay, we're in a new area. Like we're going to create friendships. <laughs> we're going to create relationships with other families that inspire us, that, that influence us for good. Um, Cause I also think if you find yourself in a position where you feel like you're the one always influencing or inspiring or elevating, that's something to pay attention to, too. That can be draining. I remember one year we, I think it was at the end of the year when we were planning for our next year, we really took a step back and looked, okay, who, who in our lives do we want to spend more time with? Like who are those relationships that we feel like maybe we've neglected and we want to go more, more all in on or, like I remember we have these other family family that we love the Dietrichs. We hadn't seen them for a long time, but we we thought like, why haven't we seen them for so long? Like we love hanging out with them. Yeah. Every time we're around them, like we feel inspired and just feel good and they make you feel good about who you are, but it was just out of sight, out of mind. I totally remember that. And we had a real intention going into the next year that we identified and made a list of people like we are going to do life with these people this next year. And we even told them, Hey, by <laughs> the way, you're going to do life with us this next year. And we did. Like we went on some really fun vacations, some fun trips, but it was totally unintentional creation. Yeah. And one other thing I'm thinking of is, I think you've told this story before, but um, Chris and I, we talk about this in, I think our first podcast episode, if you're, if you're new here, but Chris and I were separated for, for a couple months when we'd been, um, we'd been married about four years. This was 13 years ago. Yeah. This is 13 years ago. Um, we were separated and I was really wanting to keep our marriage together. And Chris was at a place where he was like, no, I think, I think this should end. And that's just kind of where we found ourselves. But I know that um, you taught Chris about how it would have been easy to surround yourself at that time with people that would give you all the reasons to like end it. Yeah. Maybe you can talk more about that. Yeah. I often give people this advice when people ask me for advice, say, Hey, I'm struggling in my marriage. Like, what do you recommend? Like, cause I know you were there once and now you must have created a, a great relationship. One of the pieces of advice I always give people is be really careful. Always be careful who you surround yourself with, but especially in times of struggle, when you're susceptible, be really careful who you surround yourself with. So for example, when you're struggling in a marriage, I would not go surround yourself with bitterly divorced people who, or, or people who are incredibly unhappy because it could be really easy to let that influence you. And I would, I would want to surround myself with people who 
even though it might be hard because it kind of is in your face of what you don't have, I still think it's worth trying to surround yourself with people though who might be in a good relationship or who are happy or who believe in marriage and possibility, who can speak possibility and life into you. And there was times where I was tempted and I would intentionally go spend, surround myself with people who would buy into and support my narrative that I wanted to hear. But luckily I was also able to spend time around people who cared enough about me and were committed enough to me that wouldn't tell me what I wanted to hear, tell me what I needed to hear, but inspired me and challenged me to see what was possible. And and I think that, that, that to me is just a big one. It's like, are the people that you surround yourself with, do they inspire you? In whatever area, that could be in a particular area of life or it could just be overall. Like I just leave feeling inspired and I leave feeling good about myself. That would be a really great clue and a thing to look for. And then if you find those people, go tell them, like tell them like, Hey, you inspire me. Like we love being around you. We love spending time with you. We want to do life with you. Yeah. I love that. Like enroll them into the vision of just doing life together. And I think some other research I was reading today, it was saying that, you know, when you get busy, you know, it specifically said, you know, you get in your thirties and forties when you're raising kids, you're like hitting your career like really hard. It's easy to say, you know, I don't have time for relationships, friends. I'm just, I'm just too busy, but I really liked this. Um, this other research I saw, it was actually super fascinating to me. It said that, so you can find it. And so it was a study that was done and it said people who had satisfaction in their friendships at age 50 were the healthiest and happiest at age 80. Loneliness in the study was as closely linked to early death as smoking or alcoholism. So it, wow. it was just saying that um, that it's a mistake to be like to feel like oh I'm too busy, you know that it even though it's easy to overlook like, quality relationships and friendships that it really it really is important. I guess the last thing I would say, <laughs> whether you believe in this or not, be open to the idea of like just a, pl- a place or a person having a vibe or an energy, and just start paying attention to it because there's. There's, every one of you probably listening has probably, probably had this happen where you visit someplace you've never been. And within like minutes of being there, there's just this like, it sounds crazy to even say it yourself, but you're like, I could live here. And it's like, you don't even know anything about it. Right. And the very next person behind you, let's say on the airplane getting off is like, what a dump hole. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and, and and just pay attention to when same thing around people. It's like, I just like this person. I could like the same lesson I have is like, I could take this person fishing because like <laughs> if you take someone fishing, you're probably gonna be with them all day and be talking a lot. And then also maybe it just, it's like, yeah, it just doesn't vibe with me. And that doesn't have to be good, bad, right or wrong. It's just, just pay attention. I think to like what you feel and be honest and like true to that, Love ar- that. around people and places. Mm-hmm. So as takeaways today, I would say maybe do a, a little audit of your life and say, are there any relationships in my life that I, you know, feel like are no longer serving me? Or maybe there's people in your life that you maybe don't spend a lot of time with, or maybe are just getting to know, but you're like, for whatever reason, you're like, I think these are my people. Like I want to go deeper. I want to do life with these people. And then maybe go in deeper with them this week, go out to dinner, get your families together and just have fun. So thank you again for being here. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to the family band podcast and here's to 100 episodes. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.